Welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. I'm Jay Late Night Larson. And I'm Lyndon Chalky Cabellion. In each episode, we will be talking to different surfers and surf shops to learn more about them and their passion for surfing. We will be diving deep into their experiences as well as their involvement and contributions to their local communities. Be sure to check out our website and Instagram feed for updates on future shows. Thank you for your support and we look forward to sharing these great stories with you. WaveKey was created by Brad Gerlach to help improve your surfing. WaveKey is a land-based systematic surf training method. For all surfers, for all levels. Check out wavekey.com. That's W-A-V-E-K-I.com. Get all your favorites or get something custom. And make sure to stop by on Fridays for the $5 special. Pata Sushi. At Albertsons in the Newland Center off of Beach and Adams. Fuax. The wax that's found under all of the best surfers on the planet. You mean late night? Always under my feet. And Chalky? How do you think I pull those big airs? And layback Lars. And those laybacks. Wait, whoa, 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 we're not doing the 90s again, are we? I don't do those anymore. Foo Wax, the best wax in the game. Foo Wax. Bonsai balls! They only use real Asahi, not like all those other imitators using sorbet full of sugar. Yuck! They also get their honey from a and bee pollen from a bee farm. Healthy and delicious. No processed honey. What also makes them amazing is that they roast and make their own peanut butter. Damn! They've got seven locations. And download the Bonsai Bowl app to skip the line. Skip the line. Order ahead. Bonsai Bowl, healthy, delicious. Caliente Southwest Grill. Healthy Mexican food featuring local organic ingredients. They also have great salads, vegetarian and gluten-free options. Wow. Yep. Don't they also cater and make party packs? They do. They have all your needs for all your events. Nice. Visit calientesouthwest.com. Or go to the restaurant in Costa Mesa off of 17th Street. Caliente Southwest. Ashland Hard Seltzer. Crafted in San Diego. It's an adult beverage built for all walks of life. Bro, you've had it, I've had it. It's delicious. It is so good. It's refreshing, only 100 calories, all organic, no sugar, also gluten-free with 0.0 carbs. Hashtag enjoy cold Ashland hard seltzer. There is a saying that you don't stop playing when you grow old, but rather you grow old when you stop playing. Iconic Life is an adventure-driven company that seeks to embrace life to the fullest and to never stop playing. Check out their natural hemp CBD products that help those that believe in that philosophy. Check out Iconic.com. Spelled I-K-A-N-I-K. Again, Iconic.com. Or on their Instagram at Iconic Life. Friends and family, brothers and sisters, welcome to the Late Night with Chalky podcast. Welcome. We're uh, here at Banks Journal HQ in Newport Beach for our take two. Could second be, interview. Could be, Part. yes, second interview from Banks Journal. Banks Journal, yeah. In yeah. their beautiful office Showroom. right across the street on PCH. Got Frog House right around the corner. You got the the surf across the street. Vacancy coffee next door. 
we get a little tired. Yeah. Juice who, it up. Who are we interviewing today, dude? Dude. Well, we're interviewing, we're here with Banks again. And uh, I mean, it's an awesome brand, deep rooted with Australian and Japanese heritage. They got an inspiration with coastal design and creativity with perspectives of the world. I love it. The name Banks. I don't know if people know this, you know, I'm trying to give a little background of the, of, of the brand. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, suited with the constant changing and evolving of waves and design. It's pretty wow. interesting. That, yeah. was a, that was a commercial. I love it. But we're, uh, we're going to get inside the head of the, the main designer and, uh, you know, brand architect over here. That's pretty good. <laughs> Chris Shuey Schultz. Schultzstad. Hey guys, how you going? Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. yeah. And Stoked to have you on. And um, thanks for bringing in this amazing sushi platter and yeah. seltzers. Yeah, yeah. sushi. Where did you, you say it was from? It's called Pata Sushi. Yeah. James Chang, our uh, awesome sponsor. Yeah. And um, today I'm drinking a pineapple Ashton Hart seltzer. It's freaking delicious. Yeah, I got the lime. I got the pineapple. Pineapple, pineapple as yeah. well. It's delicious. You got all kinds of crazy good flavors. Jeremy's got the raspberry lemonade. Yeah, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah. We have the uh, the store manager slash photographer slash uh, <laughs> everything. Uh, cool. Yeah. Cool guy. I don't know. Yeah. Master Wait, of all it, trades. That's it, good. Yeah. How do you pronounce your last name? Neves. Niece. Niece. Yeah, niece. Nice. Well, nice. shoot, man. We are stoked to Shoey. have. Shoey, what's up, buddy? Yeah. Just um, just. Had a quick surf out Huntington with Rama, the um, CEO and co-founder. A couple fun waves, and now we're here with you guys. Did you surf today? Yeah, today. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty small, but it was yeah. nice and clean, and wasn't too cold like yeah. it has been. Dude, yeah. uh, what time did you guys paddle out? Uh, just quick lunchy, mm. went out for a lunch break. Took the mid lengths out. It was only about two foot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that's good. You guys got a good lineup of boards in here, so you could, yeah, kind of. You know, get on, got on whatever condition it, you know, it's, it's out there. Yeah, yeah. board for thing. all occasions. So What's that number two board right there? That's actually Ty Williams board. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but That's little mini, mini Simmons kind of twin fin with a psychedelic spray on it. It's um, from what I hear, he says it's like one of the best boards he's got. It's Looks really like fun. a glider. Yeah. Yeah. So we got yeah, a board for every occasion where we can just duck out across the road on our lunch breaks and um, yeah, have a little break from the work environment. That's nice. why we're in this business, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so um, let's start at the beginning, yep. Shuey. Where, were, uh, where did you find surfing? Um, well, I grew up on the Gold Coast, so um, I don't need to say much more. Like, <laughs> <laughs> living on the Gold Coast, that's, that's kind of um, what you do with, on your um, weekends and with your family is go to the beach and surf. But it was, I guess it was mainly from my brothers. Um, my oldest brother, he's uh, probably like 10 years older than me. He was actually a goat boater, a wave skier. But um, he was really, really good back in the day. He was like national champ and also state champ. Wow. So he was a pretty good goat boater. And then I actually... What? You know, like wave skiing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Australia, they call them goat boating. That's Goat boating. Yeah, that's a new that's a new word I've that's never. A, yeah, I don't think I've ever heard that. Yeah, you'd actually don't see many um, like wave skiers around anymore. It's a bit of a, a dying. Okay, it's time to commit. 
2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Um, hobby? Yeah. 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 I think, I think most of them paddleboard now. <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, my other brother, who's a few years older than me, um, he... Um, bodyboarded so I um you know being the brother that's a couple years older I just wanted to do everything he kind of wanted to do so I we kind of at a real young age got into bodyboarding and then it wasn't until I was about maybe 13 I guess is when I started surfing nice yeah and how that's kind of late it is late for for Australia yeah. yeah or you know like even around here I mean that's you know yeah well I bodyboarded and I think um yeah just yeah late bloomer yeah, we so, all boogie board though. Yeah, how, how we start? Yeah. Who who uh, said, "Hey man, get off your boogie board and get on a surfboard"? I think it was just friends. Most of my friends were like surfing and stuff like that, and I was just like, "Okay, it's time to time to convert." What nice. what was your uh, like first board? Was it a hand me down, or did you get like? A um, I got a. Board? I don't know if you've heard of him, but it was um, a shaper called Feral Day. He was based in um, Shugan on the Gold Coast. And um, it was probably the worst board that you could learn on. You know, like, from the 90s, it was, like, one of those boards that was just too skinny and thin and long. Yeah, Whereas a, I sh- a Kelly Slater-type yeah. bli- ballet slipper. Yeah, like, something like that. And um, I probably should have had something bigger, thicker. And um, I always um, stole my dad's, like, McCoy, which was, like, bigger and thicker Sick. and easy to surf. So. Your dad surfed, too. Uh, every now and then he yeah. wasn't like fully into it but like he'd just get out there because we were doing it kind of thing That's do you think awesome. progression for kids is way more advanced now because obviously the equipment but when we talked to surfers that grew up in the 70s yeah. they either had like huge long like a single fin that was giant or they went to a twin fin kneeboard like they all learned on kneeboard which looks like that tie yeah. you yeah. know Williams board over there yeah. and then like the 80s just super thick, but they were smaller. 90s, you went the complete opposite, like just little yeah. wafer. Yeah. You just Way wanted to small volume. You just, you just wanted to ride the boards that you saw like on the videos, kind of thing that probably didn't suit you at all. Yeah. yeah. I want to surf like him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, not on that board. No, it's cool. Well, though. he rides it like that, so yeah. I can ride it like that. Right. But um, yeah, it wasn't until um, I moved to Burley um, and one of my best friends, Jacob Byrne, his dad, um, Ian Byrne, and his brothers, Alan Byrne, mm, um, they shaped me my first custom board. That was wow. a bit more suited to, to um, like my level of surfing. So deep six I, channel bottom. No, it was just it was just a normal like five ten kind of bigger bigger yeah. kind of wider board, and and that's when I started getting really into it. Like when I moved to Burley, 
and I always got boards when um when I was living there either off um, Earn Burn or Lowen, another local shaper there at Burley. Yeah, those who were guys. The, who were the? I mean, Burn. Who else was standout? Nev at that time. Nev. Um, there was always JS and DHD on the Gold Coast. Yeah. Um, they were just in yeah. their prime then too, yeah. coming out. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then further up north, there was like Stuart surfboards and. Um, and then also like ton of options yeah there was, you know, there was a, like lot a lot of, shape, of good lot shapers of just of like good, here is. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah australia though it just seems like it's way more of a you know kind of like a national sport like it, you know everyone knows that yeah but um I, I can i can't imagine like growing up there you know and seeing that much surf in your face you know what yeah. i mean because I've never been to Australia, but every time that I talk to somebody, one of my friends or whatever, it's like they come back saying, dude, the waves are so good. Yeah. The scenery is so amazing. Yeah, what are you doing here? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm not sure, actually. Most people would want to move to where the, the waves are the best, but yeah. no, I mean, it gets good here. But, but there's, yeah. you know, like it gets crowded here, yeah. but, you know, all the videos and photos you see over there, there's yeah. fucking way more people surfing. Yeah. yeah. Right? Well, well, it's funny you say that, like I'm on a thread for like some friends back at, um, in Oz and at the moment, like the points are like pretty much as good as it gets yeah. and it like really hurts to see that. <laughs> <laughs> After surfing like two foot Huntington and then seeing that, it's like, oh, what, what am I doing? What am I doing? <laughs> Turquoise water. Everyone works remote. I'll be- work remote over there again. <laughs> Board shores. Yeah. So, so how old were you when you got that first custom? Uh, it would have been maybe like... Would have been like between fifteen and eighteen. Bit okay, older, wow. yeah. So yep. you didn't get a, your own custom board until then. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Did you play any other sports? Um, I like skated, played rugby league yeah. a lot, and that's um, actually how I got my nickname. Um, my coach he couldn't pronounce my last name Schulstad, <laughs> so it was just he just gave up on trying to pronounce it, and it was Shuey, and that stuck ever since. That's awesome. That's a great nickname, though. Yeah. Shuey's always uh, it's easy but it's cool too yeah. yeah I mean like most people know me by Shuey like even a lot of my my close friends don't even know my real name <laughs> so did you ever get into competition or anything like that um, I never really got into competitions but I wanted to but I um, went in a few like burly single fins um, if you guys have you guys heard of the burly single fin no um, it's like an annual competition they have for um past members that have um, passed away, like a memorial kind of contest. Oh, wow. But you've got to ride a single fin before 1985. So it's all single fins from back in the day you've got to ride. And it's just a full weekend and it's just like a really fun contest. How rad. Like, um, it's really fun. The whole hill's like packed full of people. There's like live music. So, really. So basically they gather a bunch of single fins before the 70s. Yeah. And then you pick out. You just the grab board. them. You just grab them off the lawn, right. and then yeah, you go and ride them. Um, but the, the contest actually is becoming so popular because it's so fun now. There's like actually a lot of the really good surfers that go in it, um, and it's hard to get in there now. Yeah. Yeah. We we kind of actually have the same kind of uh, concept here. Yeah. Um, this guy Benny Bigler and uh, Randy Blake. It's Randy Blake, right? They throw a contest. Uh, and it's it's before it was it's the it seven, 70s so you yeah. gotta write a yeah. board from the 70s yeah. 
But it's you can ride a twin. It's a twin fin or a oh, thruster yeah. or single. Oh, fin. there's no thruster, no. From the seventies, no. Yeah. Right. So so <laughs> so before it was that right, yeah. single fins and and um, twin fins, and basically you you they put numbers in a hat, and if you pick a number, you get to pick a board from that lot. So yeah. they'd have like yeah, it's six or eight boards in yeah. like one, two, three, four, five lots. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. it's awesome. pretty sick. You, you yeah, it's really fun. You, you eye out the good ones, and then yeah. you're like drawing the number right as the you know the yeah. heat's about to paddle out, and yeah. you're like, man, I hope I get it. Hope I get a good board. Yeah. <laughs> but it's gotten so popular, they they do a '70s, a '60s, and an '80s. Yeah. Yeah. And the '80s is kind of named the Bud Lamas '80s. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's yeah. fun. I mean, it's challenging, but. Yet you get to see great surfing because, you know, if your guys were ripping, yeah. you know, we just hope there's waves. How hard is it to ride a fucking single fin though? <laughs> yeah, really hard. Yeah. Like the, they're so chunky and the rails are so, so big. And yeah. Yes. And, and the, your foot placement on the board is like really crucial yeah. on a single fin. Yeah. Where a twin fin thruster, you kind of have a bigger sweet spot where yeah. a single fin, you have to be right in the right spot to like... Yeah. make it yeah. go the way you want it to yeah for sure you gotta really use the the whole you move up and down the board too yeah. you know you're not just planted and you know like a yeah. thr you know like a modern thruster yeah. you yeah. know you gotta kind of like figure out like the movement yeah. it's tough yeah. so do you, you didn't get into competition much right yeah not really no any board riders like were you a part <laughs> of the board riders no no, no, no. Um, I was like, um, would go down and watch the Burley board riders and stuff like that and hang out and yeah. get the um, sort of culture vibe down there. Yeah. But yeah, I never, never went in one. Where, where's your like favorite spot over like along your, your homes, home area? Probably Strategy? would have to be Burley Heads. Burley? Yeah. yeah. I lived there for a long time, like right on the headland and um, yeah, I just love that wave. It's spoiled just, right there. Just jump out, yeah. right? It's such a good point break and um, yeah, when How low does it get at regular? the top? Yeah, regular. Yeah. yeah, so it's perfect for yeah. you. I like I like it. Um, <coughs> Burley or Kira. Yeah. yeah, just like the point breaks. <laughs> but yeah, Stratty is an amazing wave. D bar. Um, there's just endless amount of waves there. Yep. And all um, those places are pretty close to each other, right? Yeah, yeah. There's, not um, too far. Not too far. It's yeah. probably like if there was no traffic, it would take like from Burley to Kira, like maybe like 15 minute drive kind of thing. Yeah, pretty close. A little more traffic once you get into the surfer's paradise, but yeah, yeah. it's busy out there. Yeah, still... I, I've never been, and like that's definitely one of my bucket list places to go is Australia. Yeah, um, towards the end, like we, I end up just before I moved here, we moved down to like the northern rivers um, of New South Wales, like further down the coast, and um, the waves down there are amazing too, and so uncrowded, just no one around. It's yeah. a little closer to kind of Byron where the the bank's office was yeah yeah have you have you surfed around there too much? oh yeah i've surfed yeah. i don't know yeah. where the bank's like cabarita corporate is but yeah like yeah, we all of that are insane yeah we, we um have a house in cabarita like um it's not as good as um like kieran burley but yeah. it's still so nice and really uncrowded and yeah. just beautiful landscape i'll take that <laughs> yeah wasn't um, any day of the week didn't i just see some posts about like the wsl trying to put out an event over lennox lennox, yeah, lennox. Stuff. yeah they, like, we, um, they um they um locals weren't too happy about that yeah they, they yeah. came in force yeah i think they might be having at cabarita actually they had a um you know when they had the contest there because no one could travel yeah they had one of the wsl contests at cabarita the tweet, right yeah that's it okay yeah yeah and so i think they might have to have it back there 
yeah. just to keep the crowds down a little low, low key. Um, I guess like the locals were, I guess, a little bit more open to them having it there. Yeah, yeah. I think people in um, Lennox really didn't want it there. It's so crazy. Yeah, it's tough times right now. Yeah. Have you gone on any? I mean, you're in paradise, but did you ever go on surf trips? My first ever surf trip, I went to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty fun. We didn't get great waves, yeah, but it was still fun to check out and see all the spots. Yeah, because you've seen it on movies and yeah, magazines yeah, for forever. Yeah. And yeah. how you know, old were you when you went? I went it? with my brother when I was about sixteen. Okay. Yeah, but then winter, we, or, uh, their winter, or it was it was around Christmas. Wow. Yeah, but it was good to check out the spots and um, all the f- the Hawaiian food was so good. Yeah, yeah. So good. how how was white man? Did you surf? I didn't surf white man, but it was it was actually massive. It was huge. Yeah. Like waves would come in and just shake that headland there. Yeah. And it was pretty full on actually. That that big swell they just had I don't know a few weeks a couple weeks ago now. Big was it Wednesday? Thursday? The right? one with the jet skis and all that? Yeah. Yeah. He was over that remember when you came and visited us? Oh yeah. And it was it's a swell that it's so big it only yeah. happens you know yeah. like outside of the like cabins 99 and all that. or 2000 yeah yeah but like we were just trying to find a spot to go like watch you know like yeah. remember how crazy it was like white closing everywhere you know gets big over there all the time but it was the white barrels water. look like fucking buses yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. you could put a bus inside yeah. these waves yeah. it was it was massive and it just reminded me of like that time you, you yeah know, and we I, were you know, so impressive when you like see it on video, but then when you're like there, yeah, you know, especially pipeline and all that. Yeah, so you think it breaks far out, and it's yeah. like, no, it's right there. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember walking along Cam Highway, yeah, yeah, along the cliff, the Waimea Cliff, yeah. and I remember like it was so big that whitewash was hitting the street, yeah, the, the highway. Are you kidding? Yeah, and it was um, all camp from Waimea all the way all the way to Sunset. There was like water coming up and over the like, yeah. And it was so crazy because all of a sudden you'd see a coconut fly into the street from the ocean. You're like, what the fuck? (laughs) It was like so crazy. And, you know, the the traffic was gnarly, but so many people, just spectators, just checking it all out. It's pretty bitching. So cool to see my um My best surf trip, I reckon, though, I did a boat trip to the Mantowies. Nice. With like 10 of my, like, good mates. And it was... You guys are lucky. You you have, for us, it takes like twenty four hours to get to. Well, it's it gets twenty four hours to get to Bali. Yeah, but then to get from where you where do you take off? Um, Sumatra, Padang. Yeah, Padang, right? Yeah, it's a another ten hour boat ride. So it's like really for us, it's It's like It's it's almost like two and a half days of travel yeah you hear that people you should probably never go there because it's so far <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so how old were you when you when did it was, that it was for um, my 30th and another one of my best friends Mark Llewellyn his 30th and so we had a bit of a, um, um, a joint birthday and had all our mates on there That's it was sweet. such a good time yeah. I really if anyone wants to go on a surf trip I really recommend going on a boat trip with oh, your friends it's so, so good yeah, I've only been once, and yeah, it's definitely one of the best fucking things you could ever do. Yeah, if you're a surfer, only yeah, once. Sure. I'm only been once. <laughs> I was there. Here. I was there with you. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My favorite wave would be HTs 
it wasn't big it was like four to six foot yeah like not too big but it's such a fun way yeah yeah until the low tide and their little little tabletop surgeon's table. table yeah each tease lance's right yeah yeah okay. yeah why do they have two names i don't know actually i don't know question. why they call it hts either yeah yeah um it's good yeah and macaroni's is another really good yeah. one isn't it yeah that's probably the best way yeah. i've ever seen in person yeah There's you know what i mean good. like that was yeah. it wasn't big but it was fucking perfect yeah yeah so when you grew up did, did you have was there like a burly heads like skate sh- or a surf shop like a you know like a little local like hangout did you guys have a place to um chill watch like the surf movies pick up magazines you know like yeah. we always talk about like that surf shop culture yeah well um there was mount woodgy at okay. burley that was a pretty iconic for um for most of my growing up like when i was at school i remember that name yeah everyone used to go there and hang out and watch yeah. videos but my first job when i was 13 i actually got a job at tnc at mermaid beach mm. And um, that had a similar sort of vibe. Everyone yeah. went there and bought their boards. And Town and country yeah. in Australia. Okay. Yeah. They had the license. Someone had the license over there and opened up a shop. And um, yeah, I worked there. That was my first job. Um, at, at 13? Yeah. Yeah. That's young. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll pay you in wax and stickers, Grom. Yeah. I don't think... <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think I got paid that much, but I was just frothing to work at a surf store. And everyone yeah. coming in and talking about the waves. Yeah, and don't tell your parents about the mole we gave you out the back either. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but that I mean that's that's where we grew you know grew up like hanging out. It's yeah. like you know you, just, you know you want to come see the cool equipment. You want to go like look at yeah. your peers, like the older surfer guys. Yeah. That are just it seems like it's the best job in the world yeah. when you're that young yeah. like this you guys get to do what like yeah. yeah and all the industry kind of parties you get to tag along to and um, for yeah, sure it's so it's so fun there's not too many um, local surf shops like that but anymore that I've noticed I mean there I hear, I hear, and here yeah I hear like the frog house is kind of like that still real local kind of surf shop has that community vibe but yeah um, yeah there in, in Australia it's, it's really there's not too many local surf stores like that it's crazy it's right yeah it's yeah, there's we definitely across the US there's definitely smaller and smaller you know fewer and fewer shops yeah. that have survived the test of time, but the yeah. the ones that are around they're we gotta hand it to them. They've they've learned how to, you know, persevere through pandemics and yeah. trends and whatever. So yeah, yeah it, it was uh I've worked you around know, the camera a few times. I know how to pull this. We yeah, uh, the pose down pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we told you we worked at uh, HSS and like back in the day that was like HB hangout for for all the all the ROMs. Yeah, yeah. Watching videos and yeah. you know. Yeah. yeah. How was it like? How was it growing up in Australia? Were you guys into the Taylor Steele videos and? Yeah, for sure. They were pretty much like the yeah the um the videos to be watching. Um, good times and yeah. focus. The soundtracks of those, like even when you weren't watching the videos, you'd be listening to the because it had them on those um, movies. Yeah, you'd be listening to them um, on the radio and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They did a good job pulling in that like that music that's hitting the market, like yeah. you know, on the radio, like you said, and then tying it into the yeah. the surf video, and you could literally listen to it while you're driving and know. Who's surfing? Video parts. And what, and yeah. what you know, yeah. what what turn they're doing. Yeah. But Lost was putting out good movies. Sarge's scrapbook, which yeah. is, you know, an Australian, you know, photographer, yeah. and he was putting out good 
content. I mean, there was a lot of good in the nineties. Like, yeah. yeah. We uh, we actually interviewed um, Margot. Oh yeah, Brenda Ma- Margson. Margot, um, he lives in Cabarita too. Oh, sick. Yeah, and his um his son uh, Micah, who's yeah. upcoming ripping, ripping surfer. Yeah, following yeah. in the footsteps. Yeah, rail he, surfing. And it, that he rips. Yeah, one of the videographers. Uh, shit, his name escapes me, but his Instagram handles Pulse Surf. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I forget his name. I think it's like Justin or something. Oh, Justin Gain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it? I yeah. think, I think. Well, I'll have to. Yeah, he's always around shooting around that area. Yeah, yeah. shooting Margot. It's funny because um, after I started following Margot and had him on the show, I found that dude, Paul Surf, and I yeah. was just like, holy shit, like this guy's got all kinds of. He was like the Taylor Steele of Australia. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's cool. His Instagram's really good um, to follow. Um, it's like. Really, he pulls um, pulls out clips from the nineties yeah. too, and you're just like, "That was sick." Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. it's funny because, like, you know, surfing today, even though it's progressed quite a bit, that that surfing back then was timeless, and you could still, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. You could still like feed off it and like get get inspired by it's it. Still. Stop, it, you know, style, yeah. power, speed, flow, like those fundamentals never yeah. change. Like, I mean, you could throw in an air reverse or an alley-oop or whatever the fuck they're doing it now. Looks like it's coming but, back around too. But the, the, the yeah. fundamental yeah. of, yeah, speed, so you, power, flow, style. You weren't into amateur com- competitive surfing? No, no. It was more me for Dude, more, he, was, he, he was getting all fashioned up. He was probably hitting the... Uh, <laughs> Fashioned up, fashioned huh? up. He's probably probably hitting the. Uh, the he is a good looking checking, guy. Checking out the. He is class. half Filipino, so he is a good looking guy. No, but, <laughs> you know, obviously your 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 background and where you're landed to where you are today. Like, when did you start getting into, you know, style and and design and design? And it actually, um, the design part actually started from a pretty young age, and I'm like. Unknowingly, when I was young, I kind of found out later that it was my grandmother being Filipino. When she moved over to Australia, she set up her um, her pattern room in our garage. Mm. And so ever since a young age, I was always in and out, like playing with the machines and stuff like that. And then... Um, so, not to get too personal, so did your dad meet your mom in the Philippines? Yep. yep. Okay. My dad Was had he a, in the army or... He, he worked for like um, a logistic. he had his own company, it was a logistics company and they um, sort of um, did like land explorations for people like looking for um, like doing like oil and gold and stuff oh, wow. like that. He kind of organized the operation for the people, the businesses doing that. Yeah. And my mum worked for him as an accountant over there and then um, we moved to Australia when I was two. And it was a pretty... So you were born in the Philippines? Yeah, I was born in the Philippines in Manila. Dual citizenship and... I don't have a dual citizenship, but I should. Yeah. Um, If I ever want to, like, escape to some remote island, I could could do that (laughs) over in the Philippines. Right. Yeah. um, Yeah, we moved to Australia when we were two. Um, It was because... Um, yeah, Philippines, as you know, pretty dangerous place. Yeah, we got um, our house got robbed when when I was really young. Um, Sucks. We lived in a gated community, and my dad told me um, they got robbed and like um, like held at um, like gunpoint kind of thing. And then my dad was like, "This is not good to yeah. have a family grow up there." So moved back to Australia. But he to this day still goes back and forth there working. That's wow. cool. Yeah, still has a logistics business. Yep. 
That's yeah. rad. Yeah. Um, and then your you said your grandma moved over. Yeah, she moved over after, and then that's how the sort of um, the design got kind of, I think maybe. Embedded in me yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, at a young age, but I think working at the surf store, like from thirteen, um, and then what what uh, what brands were you looking at or into back then? I really liked um, like Volcom, uh, MCD, yeah, um, back then, yeah. Um, obviously, like the kind of bigger brands, I was like like Billabong and Quicksilver were pretty big back then. Yeah, yeah, I like those kind of brands. That's yeah. cool. It's kind of crazy. Uh, you know, not too many people remember MCD or Gotcha. Yeah. Right. And it's funny, not too many people know that MCD is Gotcha or from Gotcha. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then Volcom, she's you know when when it first came out here, that was like early nineties. Right. Yeah. It was and huge then, wasn't it? It it got so. It took a few years to catch on, but it got. It got so big. It, it did take up. a few yeah. years. Um, there's other brands before it that kind of were the, I guess, uh, precursors to what Volcom became. Yeah. You know, but they didn't pull it off the way Volcom did. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they just had the right team, kind of of like um, alternative sort of surfers. Yeah, yeah. They tied it all in like spot on. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you remember that brand, SMP. I do, yeah. 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 Oh, actually, it was into SMP. Were well. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, SMP was skate, it was moto, yeah. it was, fuck, it had snowboarding, too. Yeah. Airwalk as well, back then, yeah. it was pretty cool. <laughs> Airwalk shoes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all, you know, relative for that time period. You know, there's brands that, you know, kind of come and go, but they were spot on for, yeah. for when they were hot. Yeah. You know? It's like, SMP was pretty much on right there sticking around and going big for a long time yeah, yeah. they had their they had their day they had their window like counterculture split and yeah counterculture yeah, yeah they i mean so how long, trip out on the list of stuff that goes away how long were you working at town country so after that i started working for brothers nielsen oh, wow. um you know those um it was like a chain of stores on the gold coast the two nielsen brothers they were pretty iconic um like surfers back yeah. in the day so i worked for them for a fair while and then did like... What were you doing for them? I was just on the floor in the surf shop, surf shops, and then ended up doing some buying. And then while I was doing buying for the shops, I um, started studying graphic design, like in the night. Through through your own... Yeah, like, my own, my own You weren't going to like uh, online classes or... No, I went to college. Oh, okay. Yeah, studying graphic design. And then after graphic design, I... Um, I went to university and studied multimedia and advertising. Oh. And then while I was doing that, like a couple of my friends were working at like um, like GSM, like Von Zipper. Um, George Henderson was um, heading up Von Zipper at the time. And I, I said to him, like, while I was studying, I was like, I just wanted to get the experience. So I was like, oh, do you care if I come in like one or two days and just... Internship do, kind of. Yeah, just, just work. Just, yeah. you know, Check it all out and learn. And yeah, yeah. See if something, see if it could be something you wanted to do. Yeah. So yeah. I was, um, yeah. While I was studying, I was doing that two days, and then after six months, I had a job. Like I was working there, like wow. um, full time for like at Von Zipper. I ended up working there for like two years. Wow. And I was doing like graphics and, and just just to backtrack. GSM uh, was like the whole billabong. Yeah, GSM was like um, 
Gordon, I think it's Gordon, Gordon Merchant's initials. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was the umbrella of Billabong, um, Von Zipper, Dekine, uh, Mrs. Palmer's, Custom. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I worked at um, Von Zipper for two years and I was doing, I was just doing everything just from graphics to art, design assistant. Do you, do you remember your, like, first graphic, like, that actually made the cut and went to print or I vaguely do yeah Yeah. I vaguely do yeah it was pretty it's pretty exciting to um, see your first thing on a t-shirt or someone sort of wearing it it's really cool to see yeah. Did that fire you up? Like, you know, like, oh man, I, you know, I I made it or I probably still have it somewhere in the archives I don't know but yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, it was, I was pretty fired up. And, I think and so. Were you on salary, or did they commission you as like a freelance? Oh, like, I was just, I was just, yeah, on the on the books kind yeah. of thing, just get paid weekly. Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, after two years at Von Zipper, they for some reason were moving their office to Sydney, um, and then I think I got like they, I was like, they told me I didn't have a job, mm. um, and I said, oh, would you have something else somewhere else? And then pretty soon I was um, picked up by Billabong. Working for Billabong as a design assistant in the Billabong um, head office there at Burley. And um, it was a great environment to work there. Like some of the designers um, that were at Billabong were just so good at what they did with so much experience. Um, You know, they they were people from like all walks of kind of life and really good artists to kind of learn from and stuff like that. Did you do like mostly print? At, at, you know, print graphics at VZ, and then you went to Billabong and got to see the whole like yeah, the whole picture, kind the whole of picture, all the cut and sew boardies yeah. and yeah, I was doing graphics at Billabong and some design yeah, so a bit of both, and then the same same sort of um, thing at Billabong where I was doing art and graphics and design and just just everything had my hand in everything yeah, um, just a design assistant. Um, and then doing a lot of like t-shirts and fleece, um, kids wear, and then probably about um, maybe three or four years into that, I got uh, made the designer for board shorts Sick. at Billabong. And I was working alongside a really amazing designer, Bo Campy. He was the global board short designer. Well, who is it? Bo Campy. Bo Campy, okay. Yeah. Um, I think he's now like the brand manager of like Creatures of Leisure. But yeah, I worked alongside of him and he was a great um, like mentor to learn from. Yeah. Um, also Brad Lancaster, who he was the head of design at the time and he's still at um, Billabong to this day as like the global creative director. He's based now in Huntington. Mm. Um, he's been there for like, oh gosh, it'd be like over 20 years. Yeah. Yeah, but he's done a good stint there. But um, yeah, being at... Um, as the board shot designer, that's when I started to travel a lot. Going, did my first trip to like Japan on research trips yeah. um, with those guys, and then went to Hawaii every year for, for like pipe masters for stuff? pipe masters, the board shot strategy meetings. Gotta do R and D, man. Yeah, we went there every year testing board shorts. Um, you Talking know, to the retail, the buyers that you guys brought. Buyers and meeting with the riders about yeah. their shorts, doing the athlete shorts. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really good time. And, um, it's funny, um, you know, that category is so important to the yep. surf market, yep. right? It's like... And big, it draws a big chunk of change of their, their yeah. business. So, yep. like, 
you know, if you ever wanted to be in the surf industry and you wanted to be in design, board shorts in the surf industry yeah. is probably one of the most important ones, yeah. you know, to oversee or yeah. work on. Um, we had uh, a guy the other day uh, on the show, hold, Garth. Hold that thought. Ashlyn. <laughs> <laughs> Garth Tarlow, we talked about how, because uh, he worked for O'Neill. Yeah. And... We talked about, you know, at that point in time, uh, board short, there was like a fucking board short war, you know? Board short war and both advertising, but also coming up with technology and innovation. And like, you know, he worked for, um, he works for O'Neill and theirs was the super freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like. That was a nice show. Yeah. Well, but they had, they had. You know, coming from a tech a technical background with wetsuits, they they took that. You know, which yeah. he explained that that concept of let's make, you know, what we do here in the wetsuit world, like yeah. but in the board short, which is totally you know a different approach, I think. Yeah. Than what? Who was who was the surfers at the time that were riding for Billabong? Um, there was like Taj, um, Joel Paco, and I, I actually got to see Paco win his world title in Hawaii, which is a pretty oh pretty you were high, there yeah. It was a bit of a highlight to, to see. Um, Jack Freestone just got um, on the team. Uh, Jack Robinson, um, Oki. Yeah. Yeah, that was a pretty good team at the time. Um, Andy Irons was, was still there at the, yeah. at the start. Yeah, I got to work um, work on board shorts with Gordon Merchant as well, which is a pretty, um, a pretty good thing to learn from. He's obviously been in the all started the company and been in the industry since... That you know, since the since the start, so it was pretty good to do some yeah. stuff with Gordon Merchant. Um, yeah, it was almost like being at Billabong was almost like better than any like um, college. Yeah, college or uni degree. Yeah. Just from the people that you that, that you work there with and um, you learn from. Yeah, it was awesome. And everyone that um, I've stayed in contact with, and they're all still really good friends friends of mine. And Everyone that did work there, they're all doing like amazing things now still. That's cool. Yeah, yeah it's crazy that, uh, you know, it's such a big industry, Yeah. but then it's small yeah. as far as like you said, you know, you're still friends and connected to some of the people that you worked with back in the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, what, what did you do after that? So um, after the, after Billabong, um, it's a, this is how I sort of began with banks. Um, I'd just gotten back from a strategy meeting in Hawaii and I was working away and I got a phone call from Rama, who's the um, co-founder and CEO. And uh, he goes, oh, we'd like to have a chat for you. I think there might be an opportunity at bank. And I was like, okay, you know, it's always um, worth sitting down having a chat with someone. But you got to move to America and serve crappy waves. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh-huh. How long were you working at Billabong for? It was close to, including Von Zipper, it was close to 10 years. Wow. Yeah, it was a big stint. You put in some, some good time. Yeah, yeah, it was a big stint. Yeah. And um, you, after going back to what you what you did at Billabong, you kind of shadowed a bunch of, bunch of um, designers, but then focused mainly on board shorts for the, like the majority of that? Or? The last five years at Billabong, I was mainly focused on board shorts, uh, walk shorts, like sort of bottoms. Yeah. There. But I'd like over the 10 years, 
um, I've done most categories. Yeah. yeah across everything. Yeah. What's funny is uh, Australia and US they they had separate design teams, right? Um, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah. I, I had the opportunity while I was there too. I was um, coming over to the US like two times a year and working out of the Irvine office out there and working with a team over here, which was a good good experience. But they would share designs and marketing strategies and do similar products, right? Or, well, or I think you go come over here and say, hey, your fucking shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a little bit more politely. <laughs> Um, Would you a, guys, little bit more, a little bit more constructive, I guess. For yeah. sure, for sure. Did you guys have uh, co- competition at all, like inside competition against designers? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, a little bit of healthy competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's always good. Yeah, yeah. and that's kind of interesting story that I don't think we've ever really talked about. You know, like because Australia is so different as mm. far as like it's. I think it's kind of gotten more the same over yeah. the past couple of years yeah. but back then man well globally it, it has just because of the technology yeah. and how fast the market things are and yeah. we'll talk yeah. that you know yeah. about but that but yeah back then design really preferences and, mm. and like tastes were so different yeah right cut and fit cut and yeah. yeah well yeah back then it was pretty different from region to region like really different and I think it was like ended up they figuring out it was just like way too expensive for the whole business and that's when um, they started to really go global and um, everything kind of be the one range and then territories kind of um, really um, just have their input into the global line and then um, yeah they have their input into the global line and kind of just pull what's um, necessary for um, for that region and that's as you were saying it started to get like a little bit more tighter mm-hmm. um, and that's when um, yeah Billabong they moved their whole global office to the US and that's when Brad Lancaster he moved over and um, the Australian sort of side became like they designed a little bit of stuff for the for the region but it was mainly coming from the US and I think that was across like all, all brands. brands then, like Quicksilver were doing it. They would yeah. had their head office out of um, out of France, yeah. and um, Vulcan were doing it here. And yeah. they, they, everyone was doing a lot less regional stuff because they realised it was just way too expensive to have like so many teams everywhere. Yeah, that streamline and, and yeah. you know like share fabrics and share you know you know logistics uh, and all that. Just for sure, like yeah. it's a. I, I remember though. <clears throat> specifically like and, and it's funny we make we made fun of Rama because we, we were saying he was like one of the first Australian hipsters yeah I listened to that episode right that was, that was, <laughs> <hipster>. that was <laughs> funny but but back back in the day right no disrespect to, to Billabong or honestly the surf market was kind of jockey yeah you know what I mean like 19 inch even 20 inch board shorts back in the day yeah and then um it that's that style grew out of style right it kind of like started morphing into like okay wait a minute you know we can't all surf in fucking knee length board shorts like it's not functional yeah and australia seemed like there were the ones that market yeah were the ones that were pushing the more performance 
you know, length and yeah. the adapting. Yeah. Way more styly looking yeah. board shorts. So. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a European kind of influence. Uh, that shorter kind of leg look on the beach that kind of like transcended into the the surf sort yeah. of culture as well i think it's part of the brand identity like if you're just an american brand you don't really have to you know be so diverse you know but if you're successful in europe or australia or, or at least trying to enter those markets then yeah you got to start like you know catering to that customer so yeah, yeah. you guys being aligned with probably a lot of europe yeah you know that's probably like you know where where it hit first yeah so so you're saying rama hit you up yeah rama gave us a call and um um to have a chat and And how long was banks around for it would have been maybe only like two years two years pretty early early stages and you you knew about it you yeah knew about it for sure um they were um yeah they started rama before yeah, I, we knew each other through the industry and then just through groups of friends. Um, like, we did, like, the stab board short competition thing and um, obviously it was a, um, a healthy competition between between that and then we knew was each other. Banks versus Billabong? It was Critical Slide. Ah. Yeah, when he was back at Critical Slide. He won two years in a row. <laughs> did he really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Best board short two years in a row. So, Dang. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. That guy. Get him in here. <laughs> Rama's in the next room over. Just kidding. It's so, not about Rama or me. It's so so he shooting. won two years in a row. Yeah, critical slide did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And he, yeah, him. Um, so yeah, he gave us a call and I went down to Byron to meet up with Rama and Tim. We had an initial chat and uh, said they were looking for a head designer, um, look through the product and what they had sort of planned. and. It kind of was at a time where I'd been at Billabong for such a long time and, you know, I, I was there, like, out of college pretty much, or uni, and... Um, Is that where you met Steve Fontes? Did he work there? He was working there? at Billabong. Yeah. He moved from here yeah. to Billabong and he was his first job there in Australia and we worked together for a few years and then he moved over to Ruka. Um, but, yeah, we were having a chat and, yeah, I'd been at Billabong for a long time and I think I'd just sort of out um sort of outgrew it and wanted to start challenge getting new challenges and i really liked what um change is good man yeah yeah just needed new challenges and um uh, i really liked what banks was about the whole kind of um still surf culture um coastal lifestyle but more of an alternative look at it and a little bit more minimalist and um, looking at like sustainability as like a priority kind of thing and you know I was more like all about that and so yeah I signed up um, after a, maybe like another interview and um, yeah I was working at the um, Byron Bay office with Tim and so he they, they went and had two interviews with him yep yep I just um, it's when I just moved to Cabarita which is sort of in between um, the Gold Coast and Byron so it was kind of halfway, and um, you tell him, wait a minute, why you interview me twice? <laughs> <laughs> Negotiation. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, we were working in the office in Byron, which is really. Um, you guys have been to Byron? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. I yep. have, and I like it over there a lot. So do a lot of other people. But... 
yeah, it's, no, a, nice. it's a good spot. Um, there's a lot of really good like emerging brands coming out of that industrial area there, like across the road from us. There was Thrills and down the road was a Fans and Mr. Simple and then a lot of other like boutique brands on that same strip. So it was a really good environment to yeah. kind of have like a emerging brand. And then we'd get to surf the pass on lunch breaks, which is an unreal wave. This goes, that's where Rama grew up. Yeah. It's just the most longest, perfect wave. Um, and then I was working there for two years and um, they asked me to move over here with the family. Was so. that like a deal breaker or you're like, you're fired up, you got two years in, you know the brand's doing well, you got lots of opportunity. Yeah, I was like, um, I was all about it. Like I really wanted to, you know, get this thing off the ground and going and um, it was another like new experience and I'd been over here a bunch of times with Bill Long, so, yeah. and it's not too like um, different to the Gold Coast, yeah. except the wave quality. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's been a good move. I moved my family, my wife, Kimberly, and two girls, Sunday and Daisy, over. And um, last January of 2019, um, we had like one month of being free, as I was saying to you before, and then yeah. COVID hit and we were locked in for three months, so which crazy. was pretty... Wait, pretty... you moved here 2019? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, 2020. 2020, yeah. 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 We, we probably moved here at the worst possible time in so, history. So lame. <laughs> but, it, you know, to be, to be at honest, it has been good. Like, it has been a good time. Yeah. We've been doing still, like, you know, on weekends and stuff, we go, like, down the coast, like, Sano, um, yeah. go out to Joshua Tree, um, places where, like, you know, you can go camping. There's not that too many people yeah. around. Yeah. So. Australia, they lock you up if you go more than 5K from your house. <laughs> it's, it's crazy there. It's crazy. It's crazier there than it is here, yeah, it's, from what we've heard. My I spoke to my sis the other day. She lives in Brisbane. One person had COVID, and they closed the whole city. Wow. Yeah, it's That's pretty... so Yeah, they, like, they closed the borders, and, yeah, it's really strict there. Which is really weird because it's when you say borders, like they states, you're talking the borders of cities. The borders, or they close the city and greater the greater part of the city, but they're closing states in between states. You can't go into states, and yeah, um, yeah it's really full on. But like, you know, credit to them. There's there's hardly any cases there now. Yeah, yeah. There's there's none. I, I don't think. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah, but they can't. I think they're saying like it's. They're looking at 2022 till anyone can leave Australia, that no one can travel and stuff. Like yeah. That. So, what do you what do you love about like designing? Like, what what's your like? Do you love just seeing seeing it like the final product, or just being creative? Like, I mean, you got to be creative. You got to be. Um, yeah. You know. I like I like the whole process. It's yeah. not like one single part of it. Like, it's actually, you know, like. Like uh, fabric sourcing and yeah, prints like, in turn, you know, how do the prints going to look on this fabric versus that fabric? Yeah, like from the start, like doing the research trips, like um, I haven't been able to obviously travel overseas for research for the past year, but, you know, like going to Japan and meeting up with the Japanese team and going to all the shops and seeing all the different fabrics and, um, you know, even like people watching in, you know, different countries is yeah. such an inspiring thing. And then coming back and um, working with artists and bouncing ideas and putting together garments. And, um, you know, I even love seeing um, the range sold and how um, shooting the campaign is yeah. also a great thing. Yeah. We just recently 
the new campaign just launched and we shot it out the um, Yucca Valley. And we have a really great like campaign team at the moment. Um, like Zach Bush is shooting it. Rama. Love Zach. Yeah, he's yeah. a good guy. Great photographer. Yeah. Um, he did some stuff with Outer Known for a little bit. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was working for Outer Known yeah. too. Yeah. He's a great photographer and really good guy. And Jeremy, that was just his shooting before he comes along. And then um, the models, they're just really like-minded people that align to the brand. Um, Nate, um, Nevin, and Kahana. Yeah. He, he's sponsored by Banks. Yeah. You know, we go out there and shoot and have a good time. So I love that aspect of it too, trying to like represent the brand in a campaign how you kind of like envision it yeah i think that's probably misrepresenting a lot of brands that they just think that oh design does this marketing does this but how cohesive like that team is like everybody from yeah. design marketing to. visual yeah it has yeah. to i mean you when know? you're a successful brand whether you're things. small yeah. or giant you know like that team that nucleus has to still like yeah. you know bounce ideas work together and yeah. make sure it all i think it's important too to like um culturally have um like people involved in the brand that are kind of similar to that like you know love the same things that are you know you don't want like just to really force that kind of um thing that you want yeah so it's good that we have like a really cool team to do that yeah yeah and i like seeing the product i guess um hit the stores and sell as well yeah yeah so, uh, do, like, do you guys have you know SEMA over here in North America which yep. is like you know the whole words for surf yep. industry manufacturers association yeah yeah, yeah yeah but like you know there's awards for best surf shop best brand best yep. emerging brand best category you know they do all that is there anything like that in Australia that there is I think it's the same the same it might be the same thing okay yeah, yeah. that's yeah. cool yeah, the same sort of thing they do there but yeah it's um, a lot more of the um, um, I think you have to be a member to be um, to win that kind of award and yeah. it's a lot of like in Oz it's a lot of the bigger brands that, for sure that kind of take it out I think Offends actually might have taken it out one year or mm. Ruka or something yeah yeah that's um, cool we have a friend that works there Willie the hell's his name where uh, Offends oh he uh, American guy remember that magazine Marshall Willie Marshall Okay. Oh, Willie Marshall. Willie Marshall. Yeah. Oh, did he used to work at Nixon? I, I don't know if he worked at Nixon. But okay, maybe I got that wrong. Is it his brother, Joey was, Marshall, that did yeah. the magazine? It was happy and then turned to bliss. Yeah, and then, yeah, 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 yeah. Bliss. Anyways, yeah. What? Um, right. You're right. Yeah, a lot of small. So small work. Design director, or creative director. That's your title, right? Design director. Design yeah. director. So I'm across like um, most of like the creative for the product. And then I uh, help Rama a little bit out with the campaigns, with like the looks and some of the ideas. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're, we're a small team, and um, although that is my title, everyone does does everything. Like when I need to pack boxes for you know clothes for the reps to go out, you know I'll do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, we'll help out with anything. That's yeah. cool. I, I love all that. Hands, all hands on deck. I love um, I love design. I love like conceptualizing the, the vision and the line yeah and because honestly you're you're only as good as your ideas right yeah, like for sure if you don't have a cool yeah. niche and I guess campaign yeah it you know you kind of stumble yeah. and um, you know I, I, I want to talk about how hard that is 
and how important it is, you know, for a guy like you, right? Yeah. You're lucky because you, you, you have Rama, who's also a creative. pretty creative yeah. mind, but like, that's a lot of, you know, pressure. Yeah. Right? And it's crazy how, you know, because how it's, many catalogs a year do you guys do? There's four. Yeah. 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 It's fast fashion I mean four deliveries a year yeah. and you know you're this is a fast fashion no. but I just meant like you're delivering you're come del- on you're deli- I didn't mean it like that I just meant like you're delivering you know delivering four seasons a year that's you gotta think creatively like is this gonna job. be cool in yeah, six months job. from now yeah, yeah. And, that, and that goes my my next question is you know when you got into design you know 10, yeah. 15 you know how long have you been doing this 15 years yeah. uh, maybe just over 10 not 10? quite 15 okay yeah. so I mean, even the process is still the same, but, you know, manufacturing, logistics, like everything's taken longer, you know, but then on the flip side, you now have these giant corporations that are knocking off what all the cool brands do and they're infusing it in the marketplace really, really quick, Yeah, yeah, you know, which social media, you know, forever 21s or the, you know, the, the big conglomerates that put something into the market as soon as it becomes... You know, trendy. cool and trendy. Yeah. yeah. Like that's a they capitalize it and but that's gotta make for however long they can and then yeah. move on to the next thing. Yeah. But that's gotta be tough for, you know, like all the yeah. you know, the brands that are pushing that. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so here you are, you you worked for one of the bigger brands yeah. and you know, you've you've seen how the way the way it was done yeah. back then. Yeah. Right? Like you had competition competitive team writers like yeah. magazines videos like all the shit that promoted our industry yeah. and brand it's pretty fucking gone yeah you know the the usual dialogue is yeah the the you mean the the things that we used to like promote our industry in yeah. is it's a different set yeah. of it's a different environment and and landscape, yeah. right? So, what do you like? What what do you see? Or what do you got? I mean, not that we want to know secrets or anything, but how difficult is that to like? Okay, we gotta we gotta like market to this guy this way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's really hard this day and age with the whole digital kind of advertising thing. There's so many different ways. To promote your brand but I think the most important thing is like really um, being real to yourself authenticity and your ca- authentic to, to the brand and to your customer and not really like looking outside at what like everyone else is doing like being really authentic and looking at new ways like every season to kind of better the product and stay strong to what you guys believe in like we're trying to do like Although we don't do the, probably like the best job, but we try to like do more sustainable things, like do stuff for a good cause. Um, Which that's gonna, I mean, it's only good for every, you know, there's not a bad thing about that, you know? Yeah. Like some people really, that's their sales pitch almost. Yeah, yeah. Where it should just be the norm these days, the norm, you know? And yeah, that's sure. again, going back to like the where you know, things have come, you know, from 5, 10, 20 years ago yep. in the apparel, you know, textile industry is now all those materials aren't 
expensive, you yeah. know, like they were. Yeah. More people are using it. There's yeah. more availability. Yeah, more people are trying to do the whole um, environmentally friendly kind of thing. That's so good. it's kind of made it. You know, it, there's no reason not to do it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think um, just you know investing more into um, like your campaigns and. Um, um, I guess like yeah, team riders. We don't have too many, but like um, people that align to the brand. Yeah, yeah. You've got a good eclectic group of, of dudes. Yeah. yeah, and artists too. Like we do collabs every season with people that we kind of think align to the brand. So yeah. it's always good to to work with people that have a good like um, you know following a community. Yeah. Um, and that um, you kind of want to like push as well. So yeah. you got help each other out. Yeah, we've had Ty Williams on the show yep. too. He's a great guy. Yeah. Oh man, love the guy. Love the guy because not only is he a, a great artist, but he is authentic and he is a yeah. surfer. Yeah. From the fucking New England, you know, yeah. like the the coldest place that you could live. Yeah. To surf, that, yeah. that's where he's from. Yeah, I, I talk to Dashing. Ty all the time. He um he actually contributes a little bit, not like he does collections and co- he's done collabs with us and they've gone really well but he always like just emails me with art and contributes yeah. to, to ranges and stuff like that he's a really good guy and he's he's always about the brand so yeah yeah, yeah he's it's funny I um, discovering him and then you know looking at his art you're just like damn that's I love artists that um, do more than one thing yep. with art Right, like he makes different bit of furniture, you know, yeah. the sculptures, the fucking, yeah. you know, uh, drawings, paintings. You're just like, damn. Yeah, like, he does everything. Motherfucker's talented. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, yeah. some fine tune just a certain look, whether it's like a Way- Wayland, you know, or Wayland, yeah. sorry, uh, you know, like that just does. Yeah. But they can be super successful, yeah. and then there's guys that are just, yeah, like. Oh, I want to work with Wood today, or yeah. you know, like yeah. super crazy. He's a really inspiring person. Like yeah. he's come and worked in the Byron office when he's down there, and some of the stuff he's doing really like inspires you to do like better stuff yourself. Yeah. So, what kind of uh, surfing are you into? Are you still riding? What kind of boards do you like to ride? Um, a couple of my boards are here. I've been like, I, I get, I, I like to ride boards that suit the conditions. Like if it's like today, like two foot and small and pretty slow and fat. Yeah. I took out my 6820, my vouch there. Um, Who shaped it? Uh, it's a va- it's vouch surfboard from down in Byron. Um, it's a, the shape is called Paul Hawkins and Evan. Um, they shape like really kind of fun boards like that suit the pass. Um, really fun just shapes and easy yeah. to ride. But like at home, um, I ride like obviously the waves are a lot better, so I've got a couple short boards back for the points back there. Yeah. Ride JSs and um, thrusters and that the pretty traditional short boards. But yeah, here I've just been riding like um, small twenties or big twenties. Um, my wife just brought me back from Oz a five nine twenty from Vouch. Wow, um, what a freaking teammate right there! Yeah. <laughs> Chugging a board through, through the airport. Yeah, it was customs. a good effort. It was a good effort. So your lady went back to Australia. You were telling us earlier. Yep. Did she get stuck there or she was just there for a long time? She, she was there, um, there just spending time with her family yeah. for like five weeks. And I was here with the, 
the two girl, my two girls for five weeks. So maybe that's why she brought the board back. She was like, that's, that's a pretty um, good effort to look after two girls. Yeah. So um, you, go, you get a board. Yeah, <laughs> but you can't surf. Two, two and four, man. That's, that's those a lot are of years yeah. right there. Yeah, it's um. I mean, like as you guys. Have and what kind of support do you have over here? Just a, a babysitter, nanny, neighbor. We we do have one that looks after our youngest because yeah. she can't go to daycare here. I yeah. think there's a certain age, so she kind of just looks after her like um, kind of school hours. Yeah. And then my four year old, she goes to daycare three that's days. Cool. But I had to um, stay at home two days and yeah. work while. They were running just around, running around and going crazy. And by the end of the day, my, my patience was pretty short. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to multitask when, you know, when you got little kids in the back. Just, and the, daddy, house, daddy, daddy, daddy. the house is just turned upside down. Like, and I kind of figured out there's just no point. No white point cleaner. in cleaning it. I'll just white. wait wait till they go to bed. Yeah. And then... Rob was like, hey, uh, Shuey... Um, just wondered why uh, why you're designing uh, butterflies and rainbows and unicorns. We had a, we had a meeting the other day and I opened up my diary to the page and it was just like every page was just like heavily scribbled all oh. over and he looked at me and goes, "What's going on there?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think the girls got in here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. But it's been challenging. I mean, for everybody. Yeah, we've all had to adjust these last. You yeah. know. Working I'd say a few weeks, months, yeah. yeah it's, it's been, been, it's been, um, like, been good and bad. I mean, there's been, yeah. I, I kind of like, for me, like that time being locked in with the girls and the family is like, I kind of like appreciate it because I don't think you'll ever like, you know, have that time, like Hell being no. locked in for that amount of time ever again. So it was really good, like family kind of time. Yeah. 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 Good it was good and bad. Like it's a good, it's, it, it was a good time to really like kind of slow down and yeah. and think about everything. Yeah, yeah. You know, we won't mention names, but it's definitely brought some people closer together and divisively Pushed separated people away. People. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's the way it is. Yeah, but love you. I love you all for a reason, right? Yeah. Love y'all, even though we agree to disagree. Yeah, and it's made you—it's made you like really appreciate like kind of like yeah. what you got, like coming in the office with everyone here and the vibe yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. How fortunate are we that we have surfing? Where mm. you know, what yeah. if what if your sport was basketball or wrestling or oh, yeah. you know, in a lot of these places were you shut down, you couldn't do you it. Can't like, do it. Yeah, like we. The silver lining to the they, pandemic was our industry. Yeah. Like, not profited, yeah. but yeah, profited from it. You know, yeah. like, and from what I've heard is like, um, like board, um, like boards have been to sales and oh. stuff, and wetsuits, like hard goods, have just been selling so well because that's like one of the only things you can do is like go surfing and get out there and and make the most of it, kind yeah, of thing. For sure. So I, I had a question. You know, I've been in this industry for a long time, and I've seen some some pretty bad samples, you know, come across. What, like selling? Like just sell. No, no, just like maybe it was a rush from the factory or the yeah. fabric wasn't executed, you know, based on the print, whatever, you know, it could have been multiple of scenarios, yeah. but you went, you went, you know, the factory promises you, hey, it's gonna turn out like way better, but you have to buy it, you know, long yeah. story short, like, did you have a sample that you guys, weren't 100% psyched on 
went ahead, bought it just with anticipation that they're going to nail it and to come in. Like, cause I, I, I've seen that happen on, on my end, like quite yeah. a few times. I'm like telling the, the shop buyer, like, Hey, I mean, it's not going to look like this. It's going to have this, you know, like yeah. we're always kind of doctoring it up to, you know, to sell. Yeah. And but, it ends up being the number one seller. But it ends up, you know, like a lot of times, but, but, but just, you know, working from like a designer and you're, you know, you're seeing a one or two times sample that's been revised and then you're like, we got to buy it. We got to make a call. Yeah. You know, yeah. like you've probably seen some pretty crazy yeah, for sure. stuff come through that, yeah. you know, is out of your hands, but you're just fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, it happens quite frequently getting samples that are slightly off. Um, yeah, you kind of just got to like, um, um, try and sell it like the best way to talk around it, that it's going to be better. Kind yeah. Of thing. Yeah. Um, sometimes it works for the best and sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Um, and sometimes like you were saying, it like sells like one of the better sellers because, yeah. you know, the color's like a fair bit brighter, but then people really like that brightness. It's sometimes. so weird. It's right? so weird. Yeah. Cause you, you started off in a shop working the floor and ended up doing some buying, right? Yeah. Yep. And it was funny, one of the first things I learned is most of the time, if you love it, at least me, if I loved it, people would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, it's very hard to Like it was too forward or yeah. whatever, but, but um, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I've got to admit, I can never pick it. Like, to my personal taste and what I think is going to go really well is... Sometimes it goes pretty good and then sometimes it doesn't yeah. go good at all. But then, and things that you think, you know, that aren't going to go so well, sometimes are like the best sellers. Yeah. yeah. That, that and my other question too would be like, you know, I sell, I'm, a, I'm the rep for Southern California. And, yep. you know, I, for many, many years, I sold to Arizona and I still cover Nevada. And just, that one state away, the cons- you know, the customer, the consumer is like way different than it is here. And, you know, these designers are trying to design for the brand, staying authentic yeah. to what you want to put out there. But you got 15 reps telling you, well, only if it had this or if it's an inch longer or why did you know, like, yeah, that's got to be really hard to kind of, you know, take that criticism, but yeah. also, you know, acknowledge their, you know, their, their, they're, they're asking, you know, like, hey, this would sell better, you know, like, yeah. I mean, that's got to, you know, how does that process, yeah, that process work, right? Like, isn't it the hardest? Yeah. You know, you can't please everybody, but, you yeah. know, this is what we're sticking behind. This is what we're going to do and, and just give it a try because more than not, you know, more often than not, it will, it will sell. Yeah. I guess like being in, doing it for as long as I have and experiencing like that so many times, like um, being a long, you'll have like show the range to like so many different people and they have so many opinions and you've really got to filter like who's kind of like giving you like an honest um or just complaining or feedback (laughs) or or complaining or sometimes it's like really personal kind of taste like yeah it's what they like yeah so you kind of just got to gather the information and then try and just the best the best judge you can be of what you think is going to be best and kind of like maybe like meet in the middle and uh, and that's the best sort of. Way I mean, you're you're playing politics in a way, you yeah. know, like yeah. that's 
you're trying to do what's best for the brand, what's going to generate money, but you can't be so, so super watered down brand. You got to be like, hey, this is. You have to be yeah. a little bit innovative. Yeah. You have to have a little bit of point of difference where. Yeah. If yeah. we just do that, then we're going to look at the other 20 brands yeah. in the store. Yeah. You know? You really. Well, they always say 10% of your line should be forward. Right? Yeah. Is that yeah. what more? I think it's like a certain percentage should be. You know those ones that um, sell every season, and then you've always got to have that freshness, like yeah. every season as well, to yeah. make the whole range look new. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Are you? Um, I, I'm looking at your guys's like collection, and we're seeing a lot of elastic. Yeah. And just like, Comfy. you know, just, well, just just like the women's workout pants, you thought it was just gonna like spike and go away but it's it's, <laughs> it's it's here to stay yeah you that, know yeah. like i use that analogy just because i appreciate with that you know and i appreciate the elastic too you know yeah. as a you you appreciate the women's fitness pants i do a lot <laughs> i like them a lot but you have but, but you know with trends that go and come you yeah. know and like there's a lot of stuff that that changes often you know yeah. and like elastic i thought wasn't gonna hit yeah. hit as hard or last as long and it seems like it's sticking around it's it's stable it hasn't really you know it's spiked and stabilized and yeah. it's really there and, yeah. and i like the look and i i mean at first i didn't grow up wearing elastic yeah you know like it was just wasn't you know part part of our design. well you design. are older now but now <laughs> but even even my son who's 12 and and, and we he get him elastic you know and some he, fixed waist and he digs it he digs it and yeah. i'm like yeah right this is freaking like i'm stoked it's back you yeah. can eat whatever you want not even that <laughs> i think um, i just like i appreciate the com you yeah, know the, the comfortable yeah. like side and and i like the fit i like it above the knee yeah yeah that 90s like you, were, you know, guys were talking about the long, like board shorts. Yeah, just wasn't practical. Yeah. It was unfunctional. It just like it sucked. I don't know how many times my board shorts in the '90s got caught on my knee when I'm like jumping. Yeah, you know, like now, how many rising sun board shorts? Did you oh sell? shit! Oh, yeah, that's holy. a good question. I can't. I can't. I can't. Um, I wouldn't even know. Too many. Yeah, I actually have um, a pair of the original ones back in Oz, like locked away in an archive. I think they just re-released them from what I saw like yeah. in that last WSL contest in um, in Hawaii. I, yeah. They look like they've just re-released it and there was a yeah. few riders wearing them. Yeah. You, you know what's so ironic and I talked about this before is that was a Ruka board short. So he Bef says. Before, before it was Billabong and the designer that, he was like an intern, you know, he just started and he was kind of an assistant designer and he got a job at Billabong and took the files with him. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, Are you kidding? No. Wow. No. Urban myth. No. Urban legend. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. I'll have to look, yeah. I, dude. I, I, I. That's some. Yeah, that's some hot. We'll have to get for the viewers. We'll have to get PM Tenori on here to tell the real story. But yeah. I've been there. I've been at Ruka from yeah. since day one. Pretty yeah. much long time, and we we didn't just. It was in production. Like we we sold it. Yeah. We sold it in a hat, t-shirt, and shorts. Like it wasn't a myth. It's freaking, we had sales in it. Wow. Yeah, but the, the story goes is we had a designer that, or an assistant designer that, you know, came with his portfolio of like all of his designs and they, you know, fell in love with yeah. it and got, got him hired. That's really yeah. interesting. Learn yeah. something every day. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy <laughs> how things like that become iconic and, yeah. you know. Um, and then you put, you know, 
AI's name behind it and he wore it like a oh badge gosh. and you know just it just blew up yeah. you know is this anything that he would have worn everyone would have wanted a piece of yeah so it's funny you know talk about elastic yeah um that that cat the covid uniform is basically <laughs> fucking elastic waist joggers and comfort yeah. sweat shorts yeah. and yeah. sweat loungewear yeah I'm going back to that elastic thing. I think it's really taken off because what you're saying, like, they're really comfortable. Yeah. But then it doesn't only appeal to, like, you know, like... The, the demographic. The demographic. Yeah. It's for everyone, like, all walks of life that go to the beach and just, you know, that want to go there. Like, they can wear it as a walk short then go yeah. there and swim. They not yeah. necessarily have to be surfing. So it's just much more of an open demographic. Well, it's, it, everybody embraced it from many different brands that really put it to, like, they invested in, yeah. into that category yeah. and made it its own, you know, like, it yeah. wasn't like, oh, it's a volley short, you yeah. know? Like, well, what does that mean? Like, you could only wear it at the beach? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. all kinds of... You can do it in cotton, you can do it in board short materials, you can do it in suited materials. Yeah. You can make it look and feel for all occasions, yeah. you know? You can class it. Was, yeah, it was classy, just, yeah. it was very narrow yeah. for, for so long, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like it. And yeah. I'm not just that, but just the whole, you know, where materials and, and functionality have, yeah. have come into fashion, you know, from the kind of more sport, you know, tech materials yeah. and made it, you know, everything's just... Mm. Why, why isn't there stretch? I know people still put a lot of stuff. Yeah. I've actually know, seen... Nylon, not stretch. Kind of come back a little bit, yeah. but... I've seen a few people, um, like, surfing and longboarding in elastics. Yeah. 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 I can't do it. Yeah, I haven't done it. Yeah. I would not wear elastic <laughs> in the... Uh, I fall too much. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that guy? <laughs> He's on the reef. His board shorts are... His elastics. Yeah, ripped, ripped off. That's so freaking funny. Um, so you're, you know, going back to surf, best trip, Mentawis, you're here, you know, like any trips planned once we get out of this COVID or you're like going um, back to Australia as a hit or? We're probably going to go back to Oz in June, just an annual kind of trip. But, yeah. um, as for like trips this year with what, what we can kind of do, um, you know, Next. going on a camping trip with <laughs> Rama to, is it Alama? Al- Al- Halama. Yeah, Halama. Nice. We're going camping there for a little nice. camp and uh, surf trip. We went to Mex um, in November, but I'll definitely head back there. That yeah. is like um, around uh, Las Gaviotas. Yeah. Um, That's our cave, spot. Cave so food. good for the family. Yes. It's safe. Yeah. I mean, the way is not super high quality, but just location is yep. insane. Easy. Yeah. Easy. We want, to, we want to get back there for sure this yeah. year. Um, also want to do a few um, snow trips, not just nice. surf. Want to go to like Tahoe. Nice. Um, would love to get to New York for some research yeah. as well, if that opens back up yeah. anytime soon. Have you have you done any domestic traveling, like you know any of the other states outside? Of- um, we went to our last year. We went to Utah. Yeah. We went to, um, like like Zion and yeah, we went to Zion. Yeah. We went camping in Zion and we. We um, hiked Angel's Landing. Cool. Like we went Angel's Landing, and I had one girl on the um, in my um, oh, yeah, backpack carrier. Yeah, I remember that. And um, that was that was definitely testing. Yeah. Like walking up Angel's Landing. For people that um, don't know, it's a pretty really steep hike up yeah. the top of a cliff, really high up. But um, it was worth worth it when you yeah. got up there. Yeah. We didn't go right at the top. Obviously, right at the top is like 
pretty. Did, I mean, I and I, and again, I don't know this, and I don't really ask guests from you know other countries. Is like, you know, you you America is known for the big cities, you know, like yeah. you know. San Francisco and LA and yeah. New York and Vegas, whatever, man, you know, but then, you know, we got all these natural, like, you know, wonders, Yeah. you know, like Zion, like Zion. did Zion. you, did That's you know about, day. like, have you like, oh, we got to go there or did somebody, you know, like, when did you stumble upon and is that stuff kind of, it was actually through, um, um, my friend Scott Payne, he yeah. was like, let's go check it out, go camping. Cause you can't go, we can't go anywhere anymore. Yeah. So it's nice to go to these places where it's like yeah. a little less crowded and you can still, you know, see the environment and stuff. Um, but people, you know, I just like, again, yeah. I find it fascinating with like the perception of like, oh, America's so big and it's, you know, you think all these big cities and it's all crowded, but yeah. like once you get an hour or two off the coast yeah. and you're in these rural areas and yeah. like, I mean, most, it's you pretty, know, pretty 95% rainy. of the yeah. land in America is rural, you know? Yeah. <laughs> It's when you have kids, that kind of motivates you to go to these places yeah. too, because yeah. Yeah. not only you know you want to see it for yourself, but you want your kids to like experience. Yeah. Have you seen the Grand Canyon yet? No, yeah, we're planning to go there. Yeah. Or Yosemite, or like yeah. Yosemite. Yosemite. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Like, I mean, it's just again, it's. I never really wanted to go to those places until like yeah. we had kids. It's like. Oh, yeah. that would be something sick for them to see. Yeah, Joshua Tree is another good one that we yeah. took the family out there and then into the national park, all the different little trails and feels like you're in a different a different place, like a yeah. different planet. It yeah. feels like you're, yeah, it's so, it's so amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, like, I like, you know, getting that perspective, you know, like all the traveling within America. Yeah. And, There's a lot to see. Yeah. It's a yeah. big place and... That and the, the, the food variety where we live, yeah. you know, like... Yeah. How you could just—it's not Filipino food, but well, yeah. you know, hey, that maybe you guys should be on some over there. But <laughs> so, uh, you know, just whatever you yeah. like, whether it's you know sushi from from Pada Sushi, or if it's like Italian food, or you know Japanese barbecue, or yeah. you know, you name your flavor, Indian, yeah. Greek. There's somewhere within a melting pot. ten miles from yeah. here that you could get, and it's going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, couple standard questions we ask our guests have you surfed a wave pool yet i haven't actually but no. i would love to yeah what the um kelly slater's one the oh, surfing, you know i haven't i haven't had the opportunity but if you guys are offering yeah let's go. <laughs> yeah we're, we're working angles we're gonna, be, we're gonna be doing some live shows uh at some of these you know yeah, we, we gotta hit Rama up and tell him to freaking book one of these places yeah i hit him up to try and have our christmas party there and yeah unfortunately it didn't happen yeah <laughs> it's uh i've done it lars finally done yep. it how was it kelly's pool is phenomenal yeah it's uh it's basically a 400 500 yard ride yeah it's it's green now on a perfect yeah so i swell with a perfect sandbar with nobody out like it's just the best way you could get out there yeah with nobody else, so, so in, a, in a pool, rectangle pool in the middle of a, you know, California, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, I've had some friends from home that have surfed it, and they go, "It's pretty similar to like yeah. Cooley and Greenmount, like how long and perfect it is." Yeah, yeah, it's we, pretty we, impressive. We just had Shane Magnuson on the show too. Okay, yeah, and uh, Red Tide eighty three, <laughs> he, you know, was the guy that helped opened up uh, Waco. Waco. Oh yeah, yeah. 
and that I've never done that, but he has. Yeah, and it's pretty amazing. It's so it's like yeah. surfing out front here, like 54, 56 yeah. on the best day of the year. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Where it's like just wedge, two, three, you know, two turns. Maybe yeah. you can fit three in some yeah. ways, but like if you just two of the best little pop, you know, pocket turns or an air, like yeah. it's. That's it's that. Yeah, I would um, I would so love different. to surf yeah. one of the wave pools. And then, so he's opening one up in Palm Springs. Yeah, I've seen that. Um, so two of my my best friend, he's like the best man at my wedding, um, Jay O'Neill. He he did another all guy the, named Jay. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's a pretty cool. Fuck man, his he, parents got lazy and just I don't know, <laughs> Jay. He did all the art direction for that. Um, for Palm Springs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um. I hit him up all the time to try and get me there, but no luck yet. They ran yeah. it for just a short period of time, and it's like back to now. It's, they're, they're they're building being, it out yeah. really. That was just a test. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It looked like a bit of a test pool, and now yeah. they're seeing like how I mean, probably going to build it out. Yeah, and, yeah. They're just build a buzz double about the it. size, double the length. But not only is Palm Springs Surf Club going to open, there's going to be like two or three other ones too. Oh yeah, right. in Palm Springs. Oh wow! Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. So we're gonna it. have a a quiver of wave pools out. Yeah, maybe in, it's in all these Springs. wave pool investors that are doing. They're they're they're, they're coming out with this COVID thing. You know, <laughs> we're we're not. They're gonna keep everybody home. Yeah, and yeah. then they're gonna pop up in all these pools. You can't go to the mid twice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we gotta wait here. Yeah, just like macaronis and just like HTs and yeah. just like you know, I'm just getting. Back you guys back. should have your um christmas party there or a little annual gathering yeah. of these waifuls we can make that happen we will do it yeah yeah come yeah. on yeah that'll be fun actually are, are you um are you into following the tour i know you're kind of this artsy like cruiser no i do, I love, do you, I are, you, yeah. are you a fan of yeah. the tour yeah the um uh, bank's journal office has um the wsl fantasy um, nice. thing going on so Sweet. we all follow it pretty closely oh it's so good it's so right fun. when you get a little rival going, going and some the, money on the, yeah. board, on, so, the, on the line yeah to see the competition um start back in hawaii it was so good like i missed it so much yeah i think everybody was just oh. like so excited and now just let down yeah um i'm not sure when the next one's gonna be hopefully it's again soon but yeah that was awesome yeah we we um Watch the, the surfing a lot. Yeah. Who's your favorite surfer? Shui. Um, good question. Like right now? Okay, let's go back. When you were younger, who was, yeah. your, who was the guy who you was the guy? to? Um, really young. It was probably like Andy Irons for sure. He was, he was my favorite. And Kelly Slater. You couldn't go past him. And then as I was getting older, I used to love Joel, Mick, and Dingo. Um, local boys. Up, yeah, local boys. They were yeah. always good. And then now... Um, John John, he's sure. uh, he's amazing to watch in contests. Jeez, and what about Dane Reynolds? Huh? Yeah, Dane Reynolds also. Bobby yeah. Martinez. Yeah, that's my local guy. <laughs> California. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, dude, those guys are gnarly. Yeah, get Dane Reynolds back on the yeah. tour. I know, oh, dude. He's yeah, he's, he's just, just so fucking dude, gnarly. He's so did you watch Free Scrubber? Free I did. I did. That was so, so good. good. That was funny. So I really funny. enjoyed that. I love that. That guy's so weird. View. Oh, he's so weird. <laughs> he's pretty late. TC? No, but that uh, the footage, aerial, the water, I mean, it just looked mesmerizing there, you yeah. know, with the uh, like the color yep. and, the, and falling above. It just looked cool. Yeah. It was pretty rad that they showed his personality and then they 
they made fun, not they didn't make fun of them, but they yeah. let it happen, yeah. right? And that that um, that the way where he just stood there. Yeah. Oh, Dor- jo- uh, Joe per- Joe uh, Trapel. Trapel. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, that was in, that was perfect. That was so perfect. Yeah. And the way Kurt, what was he was wearing like a fucking wetsuit top, right? Yeah. And then he just kept looking at the camera. He's like, yeah, he's going straight. He's waiting for it to set out. Yeah. yeah, Tommy, it's the most casual cruising style, going straight. I liked, like, it. Yeah. I liked it at the start when he was like, I shouldn't have a search sticker on my board anymore. That's I've, funny. I've been everywhere. Yeah, well, yes. too barrel. Yeah, too boring. Yeah. yeah, so funny. But, I mean, how do you stay that inspired? And, I mean, you look at what he's writing, he's probably like, yeah. I, can't, I can't surf a shortboard like I used to, but... This board, you know, like I get it, and I think a lot of people do too. And it's not just him, but I think the culture of surfing—it's it's cool to ride twin fins and you know grovelers and, yeah. and mid length or in all of this stuff, and it's okay, you know, because at the end of the day, it's are you having fun? And, yeah, that's you know, the thing. that's the name so, of the game right there. Yeah. As long as you're not sta- doing a stand up paddle at the pier or somewhere in some <laughs> yeah. like busy you Four know lane. lineup at Kira, like the guy's like, hey, no, yeah, you're gonna get beat out. I, I kind of get where he's coming from though like yeah. um, growing up on the Gold Coast and then coming here to surf like I ride boards for funner and to get like a, a fun feeling or something that gets you yeah. excited and then you know when you get bored of that you move on to a different but, kind of board because you're not getting like that amazing wave like you yeah. kind of want so you've got to find that fun in, but they always in talk about you know oh Slater's always like he's always on changing the you know what's happening in surf and yeah. surf technology it's like look what Curran did on the five five you know 20 and a quarter two and a quarter like fish board you yeah. know they're like the original one of the original yeah. surf like nobody was riding a fish then here is current at 10 12 foot sunset here at some mister like, right at the same time though that the lost you're talking yeah five five nineteen and a quarter yeah yeah but like you know like it's just that guy was you know he's been very different from the beginning yeah you know it just wasn't just oh i'm retired and now i'm just gonna try stuff he's always trying like mm. different stuff yeah i heard he was paddle he would paddle out in heats on some like garage sale board or something I, i've seen that video <laughs> against matt hoyt yeah, yeah. I've seen him in Hawaii, uh, like, at, off the wall, riding like skimboards, like paddling into waves on skimboards and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, and he serves them really good. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. They're they're just freaks of nature. Yeah, uh, you know, I, but it, I watched John John ride that fucking weird. It it's literally like three and a half feet long. Like it looks like a bomb, but it's flat, mm. and it's a uh, thick nose. And it had the two big fins in the back. Yeah. And he, you know, like, I'm like, how are you going to ride that? Yeah. And the waves weren't big or anything, but he was just like, you know, you're like, how is he even, I don't get it. Like, how you You wouldn't think that that board would turn. Move the way it was moving. Yeah. So. It's it's impressive. And I I like it. And every, you know, there's, there's a lot of good content out there that I think is needed yep. you know it's not just oh who could do the biggest air you know like yeah. there's a lot of different segmentations to surf and i mean it, i like it all yeah i yeah. love watching um torren martin um who you guys seen many of Dude. his clips yeah on his big 20s like at mexico points and, and yeah that. he gets so tubed he gets so tubed and um 
Asher Pacey. Asher Pacey, yeah. Uh, Holy fuck. Yeah. yeah. He serves He's, Queen Fins unbelievably. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's just crazy how Australians are are different a little bit. You know what I mean? Like there isn't a lot of those guys like mid length slash twin fin. Like we have some of those guys here, but those two definitely yeah. stand yeah. out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you have Alex Nost, but he's like a single fin stylish yeah. guy. Yeah. But what I guess it's because of the waves and the way they're riding those waves. You know, Tor yeah. and fucking Asher Pacey. Yeah. So, so the shit that he does on a twin fin that yeah. you're like what the fuck like, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. he's so good yeah but Ash. the show's not about Asher Pacey or Torn Martin no it's about Shuey it's about Shuey <laughs> yeah and I Banks Journal I love it here in beautiful Newport Beach yeah <laughs> welcome to America yeah, yeah. Um, thanks for having me no this is this is good um we like we we like to you know like again follow up with just you know some of these you know kind of generic question that's happening yeah, you know t- today and you know we talk about wave pools have you have you seen or been involved with like the board riders clubs that we got kind of like what we took from Australia you know you got the West Coast board riders now it's starting to pop up on the East Coast they just okay. ran an event in Florida yeah and just brings that community yeah. together yeah. the generational yeah. community from like the old folks like Lyndon to yeah. the young bucks like us yeah <laughs> I, I haven't seen it I've actually seen at Huntington yeah. them like doing the board riders yeah. um, I haven't been involved myself but every time I surf Huntington there's always such good um, younger surfers yeah. out there just ripping and a lot of dads out there like coaching their um, crazy, surfers right? um, people videoing constantly on the beach it, and drones it's a bit overwhelming yeah drones on the it beach it wasn't like that when I was a kid <laughs> yeah I'm like wow it's a, it's a, it's a I'm, I'm the dad videoing my kid every day yeah. coaching. If, unless it's like good and then I surf but if yeah. it's not oh you're one of those guys I am yeah I'm but like yeah. Oh, I, I can't surf uh, I don't want to throw my back out by hopping are you going to get your kids in surfing for sure yeah, yeah. I've um my oldest one Sunday, she's been pushed into a couple waves just with me on the back. Yeah. Um, Blackies, danger zone. Oh no, it was back in back in Australia. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Um, and then my youngest one, Daisy, um, she caught her first wave at Sano. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Recently. So it's a cool um, little zone. Yeah. She had a big smile on her face. It was you just guys like go on the weekends. They go on the weekends. Yeah. yeah. We just set up set up down at Sano for the day, and they just play. And then sometimes we push them on waves, and then. Dad gets a surf in when um, yeah. when he can when he's allowed. Yeah, yeah, it's a good spot. That it's good. So, any, anything, um, any hobbies, anything you want to, you know, talk about yourself that normally people wouldn't know? Um, hobbies. You snowboard, you said you go up to. The oh north. no, I don't. Oh, I, I've only ever snowboarded a couple of times. I learned in New Zealand, um, but I would like to get more into that for sure. Yeah, you mentioned Tahoe, and I'm like, yeah. oh, maybe it goes up to the. Yeah, snow. my um, few of my friends here, they go all the time. Yeah. They tell me about all these amazing like backcountry. They um, go snowboarding and stuff like that. So, so fun. Eventually, would love to yeah get into snowboarding. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, there's not much, many other hobbies uh, other than surfing and um, work. Kids work and kids. It takes up a lot of yeah. your time. Kids take up a lot of your time, <laughs> and then any spare time you have, it's like I just want to go for a surf. Yeah, yeah. But maybe when my time gets freed up, I might find yeah. a couple more hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. He's always trying to get me up to snowboard, and it's like, mm, 
I'm good. It's Thank so you. It's so fun. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's fun. It reminds you of surfing because you're doing turns, and I always say this, but it's the it's the whole experience, you yeah. know? Like, being in the mountains, being outdoors, yeah. hanging with the fam, oh, like, you know, like, it's just yeah. a, it's a great, like, family day, or if you're just with the boys, like, you know, it's a great, yeah. fun, For sure. you know? Yeah. When you're with the boys, it's like, it's like surfing, like, double overhead because you're just yeah. freaking, you know, like, you're just charging with your kids. It's like, yeah, you're a Santa some days, you know? Like, the way you approach it is who you're with and what the conditions are, you know? So it's, it's got a lot of... Yeah. A lot of spirituality, yeah, like, you sure. know, mindset. Spirituality? Oh, Whoa, dude, man. it's so killer up there. You've got too many Ashton Hart Seltzer, uh, bro. Not enough, man. <laughs> I'm visualizing myself up in the mountains right now. I love um, it. So, any advice to future designers? I guess, like, um, you know, coming from my experience, I guess, like, you know, working hard and putting your hand up sometimes to get in there and um, do the intern kind of thing and get in there. Experience. Learning, making contacts and working for free sometimes if you have to, to get your foot in the door. Yeah. I guess that's always good good experience. Yeah. Being pretty open-minded. Yeah, you got to pay your dues, but you yeah. know, you also, like you said, open-minded. You got to be able to, like, just put yourself out there. Yeah, and do whatever as yeah. well, like, until you kind of find your niche. Yeah. Yeah. They ask you for a massage, say no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> that's awesome. that's what happens at Lars' house for eight turns. Yeah, well, and he's... I got a pain right here. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then also, yeah, I guess like what I was saying before about that, it's being like authentic and true to yourself is pretty important as a designer. Not like selling yourself short or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, this has been amazing. Yeah, you know, congrats on, on where you're at and, you know, the journey. It's been, sounds like it's been good, you yeah. know? It, it's a bummer that you uh, came here during the pandemic, but you guys have made the best of it. Yeah, it ha out of everything that's happened, it's actually been a really good experience. Yeah. yeah America yeah. is like a really great place and there's like, it's made you kind of realize, you know, there's a lot more than, um, you know, having to go overseas and see, uh, see other countries, but that, that's great in itself. But you know, the, the place that you're in, there's almost a lot, always a lot to experience as yeah. well. Yeah. Well, we'll have to surf with you. Yes, soon. we should do that. Yeah. At the wave pool, that party you're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he meant straight out in front. We got to throw that out there <laughs> in the universe and make yeah. it, make yeah. it happen. I'll be waiting he'll, for the invite. He'll meet yeah. you at the pier. He loves the pier. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I almost went out there. I, w I would have seen you guys oh, today. Um, speaking of, just sorry, when, when we're talking, you got little kids. Yeah. They know about Disneyland. Do they know that Disneyland's like 20 minutes away from here? This That's a funny story. <laughs> we went there one week before lockdown to what? Disneyland. So they yep. got to. For so Daisy's birthday, it's the 7th of March. Yeah. For her birthday, we took, she, she was only turned one year old. So she didn't know what was going on, but Sunday did. So we went there. And then literally the next week, everything got locked down. So that's we cool. actually yeah. got to go there. That, that's epic. Because I mean, that's, that's cool. When you have small kids, yeah. all, that's the go-to yeah. like spot. Yeah. yeah. Every time we drive past there now, they're like, that's Mickey Mouse's house. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. so cool. Oh, it's fun. Well, thanks for spending time with us yeah. today. Thank, Thank you. Guys. Chris Shuey. Yeah. Shulstad. Shulstad. The uh, yeah. line looks amazing from my perspective. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Banks Journal is available at 
the best surf shops in the world and your better boutiques. Yep, we've got our own store at downtown LA um, too, so you'll see the full range and how it should re- be represented there if you yeah. have a chance to drop in. If Sweet. you're in if you're in Newport Beach, you can go to Surfside Sports. Yep. Or yeah, Surfside Sports. Jacks yep. or. I don't know where else you guys are at, but you guys are in the best surf shops for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. Armand, I think he was that um, he was on your show too. Yeah, we've got bank stuff up there as yeah, well. Cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Well, thanks, Chris. Yeah. This has been fun. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, Appreciate Ashland it. and Hard Seltzer and Pot of Sushi. Pot of Ashland. Thanks, guys. We'll we'll go surfing. Yeah, let's do it. 100%. Peace. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please give us a five-star rating and spread the word. Special thanks to our good friends, James Williams for our awesome artwork and Justin Reynolds for the amazing music.